FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another Renthal Reaction podcast. Thanks for listening to these. I really appreciate it. The Renthal, of course, Renthal.com. You know the name. You know the products from the chains to the sprockets to the bars to the grips, uh, brake pads, mountain bike stuff, Renthal.com. The winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century, Renthal continues to lead the world at the very top level of sport. They amassed more championship titles than all the other competing brands combined. So think about that for a second. Think about factory Kawasaki, factory Honda, never using another bar, or at least not for 30 years or whatever it is. Uh, Thanks to the hard work and dedication detail, the Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since 1969. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. With me uh, to discuss some silly season rumors out there, it's Paul Parabinos from Renthal. What's up, Paul? How are you? I'm good. What's up, Steve? How's it going? I'm good, man. Thanks. How's things at Renthal? Oh, man, it's real good. Uh, like like plenty have echoed in this industry and power sports, uh, COVID has, has, has had a remarkable effect on lots of businesses, and, and we're no different. So we're extremely busy. Um I think we got some really cool stuff coming. Oh, um, which, oh really? Yeah. Oh. yeah, we're not there yet, but the ideas in the pipeline are really cool. So I'm excited for that. And we have red plates in two classes, I believe. So yep. it's going good. Yeah, um, We got absolutely. MXGPs coming soon. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, GNCC series were in the hunt. So lots of stuff. Jeffrey using Renthal. Very exciting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Jeffrey Hurling's twin wall nine nine seven guy. Oh, you even um, know his bend and everything. Oh, it's got to make yep. you feel good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, hey, let's uh, let's get into this again. Check out Renthal.com for more information. Whether it's a seven eighths bar, which they still make and still sell a ton, or the Fat Bar thirty six that was introduced earlier uh, last year for the factory Honda guys, among others, using them, they've got it all. The folks at Renthal. So, I've talked to enough people, three or four. And you've talked to some people to make me believe that the Red Bull KTM team offering Aaron Plessinger a deal for 2022 and beyond is something that's really, really out there. Now, obviously, this isn't a podcast about talking about that that, that's a done deal. Yamaha has the right to uh, first refusal, as always. Um, So he could very well stay at Yamaha. Um, But this contract offer, I believe, from people I talk to is real. And so a couple things, first of all, a couple things, Paul, uh, to, to chew on here. First up, it wasn't that long ago that we're like, well, hey, J-Mart signed with Star because there's a path to a 450 ride for him there. He And it's the path is AP's contract is up at the end of this year, and there's the path, and AP's going to have to find himself a ride. And we're, we're, we're there. We went from there before the year to now – AP's going to have himself a little bidding war, it seems like, uh, for his services. And that's all due to him turning it around here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure there was that that talk, right? And almost that assumption. Yes. Which, man, I don't think it's really that fair because it, the the jump from 250 to 450 is so gnarly. Like, we've seen it so many times. And, and it took AP a while to figure out the 250 class. But when he did, he was a two-time you know, Supercross motocross champion in the same year. And he won two Supercross titles. So... I have always believed that he is going to figure it out, but it takes time. And the the, the hope was he could stay on factory equipment while that time kind of took place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, I think it's obvious he's already done enough to garner what um, you have 
kind of dug up to that sounds like there's a real offer out there for him, which is awesome for him. You know, he's already kind of done what it takes to extend his career on factory equipment by another year or two. Um, but he does have a Yamaha deal. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's, I, I don't, I don't think it's as easy as a lot of people. I would just, I, I'm guessing that a lot of people would say, Oh, go to KTM. That's the decision. But right, yeah, look at Cooper Webb. Look at Cooper Webb. Look what happened to him. Right. That's exactly what people are saying. Yeah. So, but me, you know, if I'm putting myself in Aaron's shoes, I, I really don't think it's that easy. He, he obviously has something special with, uh, or a connection with the people at star mm-hmm. and that have made a positive impact in the way his, the way he rides and his results. And I don't know that it's, that it would be in his best interest to toss that out the window to, to go to KTM to be the number two guy at KTM. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree. I agree with everything you said. It's, um, it's a testament to AP's hard work, finding some bike settings that worked. We've had him on the Pulp Show and everything else. Um, so one of the things I heard a while ago was, look, Mar- Marv's going to retire. Marvin Muskan, uh, this is his last year of his deal, and uh, he's going to retire, and he's had a up-and-down year. He's crashed a lot, way more than Marv wants to. He's missed some races. Um, it hasn't been smooth for Marv, although he's made a podium or two here. Um, but it appears from, again, from talking to people I know that they've, KTM has made an offer to Marvin Muscan as well. So that means, A, they want Marvin back. B, they're thinking three-man team, which is cool. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's really cool. And, and I, did, I have never heard the whispers that you heard about Marvin retiring. But, mm-hmm. but if there is indeed offers out there for, for AP and for Marvin, um, I can believe it. Because, again, what I touched on earlier mm-hmm. with – how COVID has affected the power sports business. KTM has the ability to react faster to those situations and convert or, you know, not convert sales, but, but look at their sales numbers and their margins and, and apply that to racing. Um, so I can see that possibly they have more to spend. Possibly. I think it mm-hmm. takes all the Japanese manufacturers longer to do that. Right. Cause their businesses are bigger. They have ATVs and UTVs and watercraft and all these other things where KTM's a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see that there being money for that for, to have three riders. Um, yeah, I think that's awesome. Nate, that's great. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I think if Marvin doesn't stay at KTM, then maybe I could get on board with some of the retirement talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be cool to see a three-man team, and who knows if that's even the plan? Like, hey, like if we're gonna have three guys, these yeah. are our three guys. Yeah, it and... could it could be a case of sort of interrupt you. It could, be a, it could be a case of KTM being like, look, if we don't have AP and Marv, then we're not gonna have three. Like these exactly. are the, these are what we want. And, and, that's what I was yeah, thinking. Right. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Aaron Plessinger, uh, kudos again to him for turning things around and having, you know, a little bit of a, of a say here going on. And the star guys have done a good job. Malcolm Stewart, Dylan Ferrandez, AP. Many times they are like between, you know, four and ten, three Yamahas in the in the mix. So they've done a good job this year as well. But, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I don't, you know, I've always been a bit of a believer that you got to be a bigger guy on the YZ450. Not everybody, but a, but a lot of people it works better for. AP is that way. And – Man, I don't know. Bobby Reagan has has been there for him for a long time, going back to amateurs when apparently at Loretta's Bobby just he was riding for a Cycle Trader team and Bobby just was like, "Yeah, no, you're on you're on my team now." And it was a little bit of an oh, issue. Oh, you're talking about um you're talking about Justin Cooper and Challen Tennant. Well, even with AP though. Yeah, even AP's amateur days. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Realized Cycle Trader was around him back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and, and it was like this bigger deal, right? So they just grabbed him. Um so Bobby Reagan's been a force, uh, a person in AP's career forever, except for those years that he left to go to Factory Yamaha the last two. 
So, yeah, there's a huge amount of uh, loyalty there, I would think, from both sides. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and I mean, I think as a rider on that team, you got to look at what they've done, which has been pretty impressive this year, honestly. All three of their guys are in the top eight in points in a really gnarly field. Um, like, that's really, really goddamn impressive, you know, from from mm-hmm. where we've seen um, the Yamaha be in the past. Um, granted, it's it was, you know, Barsha was there last year in, in points the whole time. But as a team, the entire team looks to be more competitive um, and, and their results show it. So um, I think a big part of this also is the future with each team. Right. And where you know, the personal side of, of these choices come in for the rider. So it's, it's about who's your trainer, where are you going to live? Um, who's your teammate? I think the teammate thing is fine, right? Like, yeah. you know, he would get along great with Cooper Webb, but there's also always been talk about how the number two guy is, you know, it fits in at KTM, right? I think Roger is very driven to win and the winner over there gets a lot of attention. And sometimes the guy that doesn't, if you're not on the podium, you like, you know, you really need to be on the podium, right? Mm-hmm. With with Roger, I think. I think that's important. So, um, with Star moving shop to Tallahassee in Florida, I could see AP getting on board with that. You know, like that area of of the country, I think, is somewhere where AP would be very comfortable, and he's comfortable training with Gareth Swanepoel. I don't know that he would want to change that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be a, a mandatory thing in the future as it is now. But um, I think all those are all factors that come into play in a decision like this. And I think a lot of them are more important than money. Cause in, in my opinion, I think the money's going to be pretty darn close. Yeah. Well, between, you know, Yamaha's going to have the right to just match it, whatever it is. Right. So, yeah. And I think, I think AP has a deal. Like I think his deal was a three year with a fourth option. So if anything, if his fourth year option isn't, isn't on par with what this KTM deal is, maybe mm-hmm. he's just figured out a way to get himself a raise and stay put. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, uh, well, generally speaking, I think something I read was for his deal was he had to get top three in a series to get extended. So I don't know if that's going right. to happen. But, um, yeah, either way, he's going to do well. And, and, you know, we've seen this time and time again. You know, Yamaha actually matched the offer to Gas Gas for Barsha and kept them until they worked out the whole deal with Thrasher and everything. Generally speaking, though, if you tell an OEM like you want to leave, even though Yamaha has the first right of refusal, they let you go. You know, it's like, sure. hey, I want to go to KTM. Uh, let me go. And they go, okay, no problem. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of professional courtesy there. But, yeah, all these contracts have a right to match everything. You know what I mean? So uh, another thing lurking in all this, and you, and you bring up a good point, Paul, about the training and everything else, is uh, sources that I talk to say that Alden Baker's contract with KTM Husqvarna Group uh, is up. Um, I expect that to be renewed. I expect that program to continue. I mean, it's continued, uh, you know, doing well for those guys over the years. Um, but if you look at, you know, um, Alden may need another guy here. AP could be it if they renew. So there's a little bit going on in the background, although I, I expect that to, that relationship to continue. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, I've been hearing, yeah, some some little things about that as well. And and who knows? I mean, I, I do think that's a factor and, and – um, you know, the, it seems like the landscape and, and the, cha- the I said the training environment is mm-hmm. starting to change a little bit. It's definitely not as like, I, I mean, I think five years ago, it's like you got to go train with Alden if you want to win, where I don't think that stigma is so strong anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, um, and we'll see what happens there. Right. But, listen, uh, my, but I, my eyebrows were raised when Osborne started working with Brandon as a riding coach, Zach Osborne. And he's talked about it publicly. And yeah. my eyebrows went up like, oh, really? Because that was kind of Alden's deal. 
yeah, and K Rock is left, and AC is left, and and Anderson is left. Um, so to me, something's a little um, something's a little weird there. I don't know what that is, but um, you know, you can't deny Alden's success, and he's produced the the last. What are we talking? I don't know, ten out of however many champions yeah. in the last however many years, right? So that's there's still that there that that's paramount, right? Um, so yeah, we'll see. I think that will make a that that will make a big impact right because uh you know these in these ktm contracts they often provide the funds and the cost to hire your trainer but that trade and that trainer has to be the baker mm-hmm. program right so you know that opens up a whole nother kind of layer of negotiating for these guys and maybe that's you know ap it's as simple as ap saying hey paper swanee and i'll stay in the yamaha yep yeah that could be right um do you think AP would be better or worse on the KTM? Uh, you know, it's a smaller bike. There's no doubt. Coop talked about how it fit him better, right? It looks like a smaller bike in the turns. I, I don't know. Like, I don't see AP, and I and I really like him. I just don't see AP winning a Supercross championship like Cooper Webb did if he switched to KTM. Like, I just, he's good. He's a solid guy. Uh, I look at him like a you know like a peak Tim Ferry or a peak uh, um, Jake Weimer that type of rider. Uh, capable of podiums. Other than that, he's going to, you know, um, I don't see him taking a big leap on a KTM. Maybe I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, the one leap he would take is he's, he would get to go from pro taper to rental. So that's a huge <laughs> leap, right? <laughs> um, Hashtag valet. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, I think I'm with you. I think, yeah. um, you know, one thing I heard AP say, and maybe it was in on your show or in an in interview or Reddit or something, was was he said, I've never felt this comfortable as I do right now on a 450. Yeah. And I think that that's a feeling or that's something that, that just is is very hard to achieve. And I, I just don't know that for whatever sum of money he was, he would want to leave a program where mm-hmm. he feels like he's family. He's gelling with the, the crew that you know, they understand what he's saying and they can set up the bike and make it better. They seem to continuing to be making progress. I think he's going to be really good outdoors. I just, I just don't know if I see it, to be honest with you. I don't know if I see him going to KTM. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I would predict with no inside knowledge of this stuff that he would stay there. I I really think that they would, they would make it happen. Um, monster Yamaha, Bobby Reagan would all pull it, pull it together to make it happen and make a, and, and again, the real winner of this is Aaron Pussinger because it wasn't that long ago a lot of us experts were like, oh, I don't know what he's going to do. You know, he's really got to turn it around. And now he's got, he's got, you know, one of the premier teams bidding for him uh, out in the paddock. Um, yeah, that's cool. Another thing we've kind of heard or I've heard is Osborne has re-upped with Husqvarna. So two years on that. Jason Anderson, uh, his deal is up. And lots of rumors about Bobby Hewitt and Honda. But I nothing in concrete, but lots of rumors about that. So Anderson's contract situation will be one to watch, Paul. Yeah, um, I think if there is anybody that can lure Jason Anderson away from the situation and the spot he is at, Bobby Hewitt is the only person that can do mm-hmm. it. Yep. Um, I think, you know, when you mention Honda, we all know that there was a very expensive Honda program that existed in the pits for a long number of years, Geico Honda. And I think there's a lot of people kind of vying to to get that right to take that back over right yeah, now you know yeah. honda has an in-house team but i think you know there's phoenix there's michael Lindsay, there's um moto concepts there's all these there's all these different you know teams that probably want to become that new geico honda and mm-hmm. get that the full support from honda but in my opinion the only person that can get an athlete that would warrant that level of program is bobby hewitt and is and is jansen jason yep. anderson so to me it makes sense yeah 
Um, there's been plenty of rock star talk too, right? They were bought yep. by Pepsi. A lot of the people are different. Kelso and Kelso was gone, but I believe um, Jen is now the girl that's still there making the decisions. So we'll see how that how that plays out with with Rockstar's commitment to Husky and um, and what kind of you know budget they have available for what riders they have. Maybe it's you know Jason Anderson is a is a past champion and he's and he warrants a salary that uh, that you know he he's a he's a winner, right? Like there's all these different guys are being paid so many different things, but Jason is paid to have the potential to win. Not like, you know, Dean Wilson isn't, isn't paid to have the potential to win. Right. He's the, he's a top 10 guy and he's paid as such. So, um, you know, I think Honda would want a, someone running their program that has, that can bring athletes to the table like Bobby Hewitt hand. So that's going to be interesting to see what, um, what develops. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Bobby would try to try to talk to rockstar and either pull that away from Husqvarna, which is doubtful or add rockstar, add another team, which is also doubtful to me. Especially with the new the change and everything, but you know you never know. So there's Rockstar sponsorship floating around there. I wouldn't think that Osborne would be offered a deal if Husqvarna wasn't somewhat confident that they will keep Rockstar. You know, yeah, so, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, you know, if, if Os, I agree, you know that Osborne sounds like he's staying where he's at, and um, we have good evidence of that. It, it, it's really going to depend, I, I guess, what the higher ups at Pepsi or slash Rockstar what they want to spend and what they see the value in, in this sport and these teams. So, yeah. um, you know, I think the, the important thing here is, is Bobby Hewitt is the one that brought the rock, brought Rockstar into the sport, yeah. brought Rockstar to Husky. Right. Yes. So yeah. he, yep. it's, it's him. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah. it's so that'll personal... be interesting. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be, it'll be, yeah. Lots of, if, if Anderson leaves, then there'll be a lot of dominoes to fall. Husqvarna may want, another guy and there's a few out there and yeah should be interesting yeah we'll see uh, i think um i think we'll learn a lot in the next month or two yep absolutely but i'm stoked that uh ktm is perhaps uh going for a three guy three man team that's awesome so um renthal.com for more information on that uh again chains sprockets bars grips oh man brake pads mountain bike stuff what did i miss yep uh, lots of good stuff cloth um, bar pads cloth bar yeah, pads cloth Cloth bar pads is a thing. It's, it's, oh, um, nice. we're working on it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. And, uh, we have all the, you know, circling back to fat bar 36, that handlebar is starting to get more popular amongst mm -hmm. all our riders. We have all of, uh, DeCarly KTM using it now. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So, uh, we have some other products in the works that are under the R works badge of rental, right? Our premium, yep. premium products. So some cool ideas coming and, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited to watch Atlanta as well and, and see what our rental guys can do. Hopefully we can keep the plates red on our bikes. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. Well, again, thanks for the time. A little, little, little bit of silly season gossip, rumors floating around there, and wanted to get a rental reaction out uh, Monday morning. So thanks, Paul. All right. See you.